Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hi, everyone. I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley. And welcome to another episode of My Crazy Office. So today we're going to discuss a saying that we here at K-Squared have used many times over the (laughs) years with our clients. And we like to say, you hire for skill, but ultimately you pay for personality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not enough to find someone with the right skill set. You want to find someone with the right personality for your job. It's the personality in the form of work ethics, professional behavior, interpersonal skills that you're really paying for. Right. So, you know, if you hire someone with the right skills for the job, but the wrong personality, you end up paying for your hire's poor behavior. So in other words, like we've got a bunch of examples. We have this guy, I'm just going to call him Steven. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Oh, that might have been his real name. Not sure. But anyway... (laughs) He was very, very skilled um, in what they hired him for. He was um, he was doing recruiting, and he had years and years of recruiting. He really knew his job. But ultimately, that's what they hired him for. Ultimately, he was needy. He had mm-hmm. verbal diarrhea. He couldn't take instructions. He ended up being a real, real problem. Right. I mean, that's a good case. Right, where the personality just didn't work for the job. Exactly. Although he had this great resume saying that this is what he knew how to do. And actually, he was very, very good at the job. They just couldn't deal with his personality. Yeah. And I was recently working with a landscaping, the owner of a landscaping company who hired a draft person who said in the interview that he could design landscapes at a rapid pace. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, the behavior was that he was (laughs) slow, lazy, and always late with every design. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a problem. Yeah. And that's also a good example of people who interview well, as did probably Steven, right. whose behavior, once they get on the job, ends up costing you a lot of money. Yeah. You know, I, we, um, I have this client, I'm going to not say who they are, but they have a legal department mm-hmm. and they recently, they needed somebody to run the department. So they hired this lawyer who really had just been doing the job. She was at an organization they knew about. She, so they, they didn't know her, but they knew that she could do this job and it's a job she had done yeah. before. And then you're not going to believe this. She, when she got there, she had some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. She had gone off her medication. She wasn't able to function. They had to let her go. It was like a week or 10 days. It was yeah. really very sad. But she, right off the bat, really blew it with the staff right. and said, oh, I'm so disorganized. I don't really know what I'm doing. It, it was she. It was a real problem, and this is somebody who knew how to do the job. So that's right. another. You know, you pay for the personality, but you hire for the skill. Right. So yeah, we got more stories. You got another one. <laughs> I remember one. Actually, it was one of your clients, Kathy. Uh, yeah. Who hired oh, yeah. a salesperson with an incredible sales record, dressed fashionably. Uh, the only little problem was that the person had a huge drinking problem and would show up drunk or become oh drunk God. at business hours. Remember that? Yeah. And other social interactions, in fact, might say inappropriate things, send inappropriate emails, all because the employer did not realize that even though the packaging of this person looked fabulous, 
the underlying behavior was problematic. Yeah. What's interesting about that guy is because I follow him a little bit on LinkedIn. Occasionally I'll check on him. I don't think he's had a job since. I think he's just been doing freelance because I think he, he learned that he's not really employable. Right. You know, he can do a job for a short period of time. I also remember this CEO, um, uh, she was hired to work for the COO and she just seemed perfect for the job. And she told the CEO, you know, look, I can take care of everything. And according to her resume, she was competent. She really should have been able to take care of everything, but her personality, she turned out to be what we call in working with you is killing me a calculating confidant. Yes. So she would get the staff to confide in her. Mm-hmm. Then she would like she would tell her your most personal details, and then she would use that information to take them down. Ugh! Is that awful? Yes, and I remember when we discovered it. Uh huh. And she remember she would always show a picture of herself because she had yeah. been very overweight. Yeah. And so she would show an unassuming employee. Here's this picture, and I had my struggle, and I lost forty pounds or whatever she lost. I think it was like hundred and forty pounds. <laughs> And what's your problem? Tell me, confide in me because I will help you. And then she would turn on them. So she created a culture of fear and manipulation and she had to be fired. It took a long time to figure it out. We figured it out. We were able to tell the COO who quickly got rid of her. But, um, you know, that's another case. How would you have known that about her if no one had warned you? But, you know, so I'm not saying don't hire people for the right skill. If they have the right skill, just don't stop there. Don't stop and think that they also have the right personality because yeah. they just might not. So we were t- talking before about there's sort of two things that you can do. One is that you as the employer should be very specific about the personal characteristics that you believe fit your company the best, yeah. right? So you yeah. want to know that someone for example, gets along or delivers on time or is works well with others, so to speak, yeah. um, or has a consistent work history. Um, but Kathy, you, I know for many of the people you coach, you tell them ways to really find out about the person's past behavior. And you really encourage, well, you should tell me what you encourage them I, to do. Well, I, I try to get them to get references, not from the ones that they've told you to get references from, but to try to really you know, call everybody they know to see if anybody knows this person or had any kind of interaction with them. And usually you can find someone if they're, if they've been in the industry for a while and so have you, you can usually find someone who's worked with them. And even if you have to network and talk to people that then know somebody, because if you can find out what they're truly like, that would really save you a lot of headaches. And, you know, look, not everybody's bad and not everybody shouldn't have these jobs. You know, usually if they have the right resume, they probably are okay, but you don't know. And it is really worth right. the time to try to figure that out. If there's gaps in their resume uh, or part of it doesn't seem right, there's a problem. They may have been let go and couldn't find employment for a while. They may have burnt some bridges. Another um, real telling tip is if they have no references. Yeah, uh, that's a big problem. If you run into anyone that has no references, they they burned a lot of bridges. Um, that's not usually a good sign. Right. And then I will say from a psychological point of view, I think you also, if you're someone who's employing someone, you need to know what your fatal attractions are right. at work. 
you know, if you get, um, if you are un, unusually excited by someone who's, who says, I'll take care of everything, I'm going to take care of you, that's probably a fatal attraction for you. And that's going to turn out to not work out too well. Or if you're someone who feels sorry for someone who hasn't had a decent opportunity or who had a recent, you know, unfair thing happen in the workplace, then you may be susceptible to hiring what we would call a chip. So someone who comes in shiny at the beginning and then holds resentments against everyone along the way. So you want to know what are you, what are your blind spots? What kind of person and what kind of story may grab you that doesn't tend to work out well in the long run? Yeah. So my fatal attraction is the person usually builds me up and they say things like, oh, no one has ever gotten me the way you get me. And, you know, I now see them coming a mile away, you know, so I can tell, but it didn't early on. And then I would get involved and these people always hurt me. So you, exactly. you're a hundred percent right. And that's also from working with you is killing me. We get into your fatal attractions. And of course, if any of you feel you have a fatal attraction, just give us a call here. You got it. You should really know what that is. And you, you know, do have one if you hired someone who ended up being a nightmare. Yes. <laughs> well, I would just say that everybody has them. Don't you yes. think? Oh yes. Yeah. So mine is the pedestal smasher which usually, usually I'm working for them. You know, I'm trying to get them to hire me as opposed to I'm hiring them. But the other one for me is the empty pit. And this is the person who comes into the workplace with a lot of personal issues and they pull on your empathy and compassion. And so I might hire them because I feel sorry for them, but then I end up paying a huge price. Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine the two of us together, we have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of staffing issues. No, but it's, it's not, it's not always, and it's not everyone, <clears throat> but you know, you do need to know this, um, because hiring is a crapshoot, you know, you don't really know how it's going to turn out. So the better you can get at it, the better, you know, things will work out for you. But just remember this saying, you know, we, we hire skill and we pay for personality. When you have to let somebody go, was it their skill level that you let them, let them go? Probably not. Right. It's probably a personality trait or some behavior that you couldn't stand. Right. That's usually what happens. It is. And the other thing that I will recommend, because Kathy, you've taught this to me, is you can't, it's like you can't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. You don't want to hire someone feeling desperate and you don't want to rush the process because you're feeling desperate. Because that's when we tend to make hiring mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought of another one. I have this client who was really looking for someone to do a lot of her job, which was fundraising. Yeah. And she hired someone and the woman lived in her neighborhood and they became very quick friends. Uh Uh-huh. Very quick. And then what, I mean, and then within a matter of weeks, she, uh, they were doing a training online and she had shared so much with this woman that the woman made an inappropriate comment about somebody in the staff mm. and by accident sent it to everyone, not just her boss. Ooh. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was, uh, she hired skill and paid for her personality. She had to let her go. So that was pretty dramatic. Um, anyway, this happens all the time. 
It does. So listen to this podcast as many times as you need to, if this is something, an issue you have. Yeah. And send us your examples yeah. to info at mycrazyoffice.co. That's it. Join us next time. Bye. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.